Welcome to We Took the Liberty. That's not good. Here, I'll, I'll, I got this one. You, you got this one? Welcome to We Took the Liberty, <laughs> a podcast where we discuss our mediocre lives, ruminate on the weird and funai parts of our die to die, and explore some of our favorite places and activities in Lexington, Kentucky. I'm Logan Trent. <laughs> And with me now and forevermore, Ben Anderson. Oh wow! Him. Yes, I, I think I think that's a fantastic intro. the The Ruminati is definitely like the little brother to the Illuminati. So. It's yeah. Uh, I really I felt like I had your energy there. You did. You did. You you slowed it down just a tad, which isn't oh, yeah. bad. I just think it's like it's good. It's, it allows it's... people to really think about what we're talking about, which I don't know is good for people's health. But... I like that. I like that your comment. Any comment that's like you did this, it's not bad, but it's not good. It's not what I would have done. It's not bad. You you it struck just... out. You struck out, champ. It's not. It's not bad, but that happens. You know, that's what baseball players do. They strike out. And sometimes you hit a home run. And that's not what happened right now. It was definitely (laughs) a strikeout. It was a strikeout. Three up, three down. But hey, that's okay. (laughs) Well, Ben, today I want to talk about man stuff. You ready to talk about man stuff? Like, (laughs) is this a colloquialism? Like, man stuff? So... I like, just recently bought a shed that I'm very proud of. Oh. It is like a second daughter to me. Wow. I did glimpse the shed. It didn't seem to have a family resemblance to you. Or... <laughs> it doesn't. It's of distant relation, but okay. I'm still yeah. very proud of it. <laughs> and so then that kind of initiated just this kind of like get, just get after it. Get some yard work done. Get out there and start oh, yeah. working on just like just regular sweaty. stuff. sweaty. Exactly. Take your shirt off. <laughs> But, you know, you just take the bag off the back of the mower and just yeah. let that mulch all over your sweaty, glistening body. It's very good for your pores. It's so, so good. This is this is man exfoliation. Until you mow over some poison ivy and then just ruin yourself. <laughs> or a rock kicks out the back and it just, like, goes right into your gut. <clears throat> you know? Oh, my gosh. There, There was a, like... I guess it's not unreasonable but there was like this degree of fear i remember growing up that my dad had taught me at one point like don't walk near me when i'm mowing yeah but it wasn't like don't walk near me when i'm mowing i might run over you it was i might hit a rock and then that will just david and goliath you you'll be done (laughs) you're gonna you're gonna fall and the entire nation is gonna celebrate (laughs) they're gonna sever your head <clears throat> but that's what, what you meant by David and Goliath. Exactly, right? yeah. exactly. Yeah, because even at a young age, I was in charge of a large mm. piece of property mm-hmm. and many people. Under you were very oppressive I, I as was, a child. I was. That was something I really had to repent of later. I mean, it was rough. You were the bully that was punching kids in the gut and like turning them upside down and shaking out their lunch money. Yeah, and I mean, and they already worked for me like that was that was <laughs> the weird thing about it like you were paying them those wages and then beating them up later to take those wages from yeah them. i mean something i'm not proud of but i'm glad that it is in my past it's part of you it's really it's made you the man you are today <laughs> 
So working on the yard, mm. I uh, I had taken out a shrubbery, yes, a while back, and the stump was remaining. Mm. It was on the end of the house here, mm-hmm. and so I got it in my mind that instead of getting a um, like a stump grinder, yeah, I was just going to dig down and pull this bad boy out, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what happened. Wow, I had you just drank a <laughs> like couple, an animal. You drank just, a couple beers, yeah. Dug down there for a little bit and started kicking this bad boy. And when it started to wiggle, at a certain point, you just got to grab a hold of it and give it hell. And that's what wow. happened. We just like pulled that bad boy out. Oh, wow. So, we like you and the me, demon that had possessed you at that me, point. The no, me and the Holy Spirit like <laughs> just, pulled it out. Yeah, just so, like, yeah, yes. that uh, like Ben Stiller and heavyweights. <laughs> Come here, you devil log. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it was. <laughs> in your spandex 80s leotard <laughs> I actually I wish I was here to see that I would pay a decent amount of money for that I should have recorded it I should have done we should actually or no we I should start <laughs> a, I should start a twitch channel that just records me doing mundane everyday things yeah and then whenever I just get like half a mind about doing something like real weird mm. like that like then, getting you know, a stump out of the ground <laughs> getting a stump out of the ground yeah I, you know, as not real weird as that is, I'm sure that if you put that on Twitch, you'd get some real weird people <laughs> coming in to be like, oh yeah, pull that stump out of the say, ground. I was going to say, that might be more of an OnlyFans account <laughs> rather than a <laughs> Twitch account. Yeah, spe- okay, so speaking of uh, fans of things, we've yeah. talked, we've thrown around this idea mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, getting in there. And getting some of that hot celebrity gossip. Okay. And I've been hesitant to dip into that well because it's a deep well. Yes. And it's full of stinky, wretched celebrity water. It, yes. And you don't want to just pull up anything. Yeah. And bathe in that. Yeah. Uh, and get it all over your podcast. So to save us from that, I think we should have a more scientific approach. Okay. Um, as we've committed to long ago, yes, we're taking the scientific approach. That was approach. episode one. We committed to a scientific approach. <laughs> to a scientific approach, we've deviated slightly from that, but I'm bringing us back. So I think that uh, in order to really hone our gossip uh, analysis skills, we're going to have to boil it down to a single celebrity. Okay, where what we do is. You know, maybe once a month, or if it really heats up, we, you know, we. I don't want this to just be the next celeb, right. hot celeb goss. <laughs> we don't pod. want this to be like each episode. We're just talking about this celebrity. Yeah, this isn't you know e news or something it, like that. Exactly, it could be. It could be, but yeah. it's, but it's not that. Um, Depends on how lucrative this segment becomes. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but I think we need we need to choose a celebrity. Okay. We need to go to that celebrity gossip well. Yes, and and just see what's in there for this celebrity, at least once a month. Okay, and just let's, check in on them, see what they're doing. Let's spitball some ideas. Okay, because I, what I will say is Lexington is kind of. I feel like the big fish is to go straight for like UK basketball. Ooh. Like that's the that's the big one that's out. That's there. true. I mean, like Cal, like a Calipari or a maybe Calipari. 
Um, yeah, like a Shibwe, like something yeah. like that. Just Any, see what they're up to. Just see what yeah. they're up to. But at the same time, I feel like that's too easy. Like mm. that's right there. Mm. And everyone's already like KSR is doing their thing. There's already that's so much true. like press going on with the UK basketball and with football that I think we just need to go ahead and take that off the table, <laughs> even though as tempting as it might be. It is tempting. Yeah. You know, we could, so we could do something Lexington centric. I know there are a few celebrities who you know lexington and the surrounding area is kind of their local haunt yeah i know steve zahn lives somewhere around here steve zahn uh, um, i've actually seen him at the grocery store from a distance I, I i have seen him once in public as well he um his kids go to uh what's the name of that school that's up there by duville um uh sayer sayer yeah. yeah his kids i think go to sayer like that's like okay. the thing that we always talk about for whatever reason like <laughs> when we go by there we're like steve zahn's kids go steve's like, yeah, yeah steve zahn yeah. look at that yeah i of know sahara that, uh, steve zahn <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> uh yeah he's a uh he i've heard that he has a uh like a local he has some involvement in local theater or in like a local theater company of some kind, but yeah. I, of course I heard that years ago. But in any case, um, you know he's a frequent uh, purveyor of Lexington. We've also got, uh, oh man, I'm blanking right now. It's it, the uh, so our William, captain, our good captain of the Star Trek. I, I was gonna say yeah. William Shatner. I, I wasn't sure if you were aware of him. I know that he owns a farm, and I think his like his actual residence yes. home is. I don't think it's in Fayette County, but it's in a nearby county, an adjacent county. Yeah, in, big in horse guy. But yeah, William Shatner is yeah here in Lexington. So that's one possibility to follow him. I don't know yeah. how interesting he is anymore. I, uh, the most interesting thing I saw about him like a while back was where he was going up into like <laughs> to go to space. They were going to let Captain Kirk finally go to space. Wow. And that seems a long time coming. Yeah, and uh, that was that was the last headline I, I saw right. from William Shatner. But yeah, well, so I guess at this point we should probably open it up and just say if you have any ideas, we're going to revisit this in the near future. Mm-hmm. And you know, we don't want to rest on this too long. Hot celeb goss is going to be part of part of the blood, sweat, and tears right. of this very manly podcast that's that right we could we could also go we could go after like a local celebrity if we wanted to do that oh. or or actually somewhat adjacent to william shatner just because of big bang theory so kaylee cuoco is here pretty frequently oh really because she owns horses and is a big oh, horse interesting person. and uh one of our good friends um uh, of the Musgrave clan. Yes. Kara. Yeah. They uh they actually have seen her on occasion. Oh, interesting. There, like doing horse stuff. So, wow. yeah. Okay. But, well, I mean, we could definitely I think maybe a celebrity who's involved with the horse community. Mm-hmm. It would be something of interest to us. Right. Uh but yeah, I think giving uh a shout out to anybody who's listening, mm-hmm. if there is somebody who is particularly of interest to you, whether Lexington or Kentucky centric or not. Yeah. You know, I, I think some input would be welcome. Yeah. Because... And nobody that has any kind of problematic stuff. Like, no. if, if there has ever been anything problematic, let's just go ahead and cut those people off. <laughs> yeah. And let's which, also which be clear. We not... might not have anybody to talk about. <laughs> it can be 
is slightly problematic. Yeah. Just right. not too problematic. Right, yeah. Just but not we, too extreme. Yeah. We want to get in there. We want to talk about what's going on in the world. We want to be up to date on, you know, that real down-to-earth, everyday man celebrity gossip. So, uh, you know, stay tuned for that. It's going to be... It's going to be real hot. Yeah. This is your job, American listener. Oh, you were pointing at me aggressively. <laughs> I was like, oh no, this is going to be Sorry, my Sorry, I was job. doing Uncle Sam. That, yeah. Like, like this is this is you. You this is... have to like bring us the celebrity goss. So. Yeah. Well, now I'm de- I feel intimidated by that. <laughs> if our listeners didn't feel intimidated by that, yeah. I do on their behalf. It's a good thing it's an audio medium, so... <laughs> Pointing, pointing aggressively in an audio medium. I've that's one of the first things I read about podcasting was that, which I've read extensively it's on. Very helpful. Yes. Ben, it's Taco Week. I feel like we have a new week here in Lexington. Every other week. Every other week. Like I don't. I don't know. I feel like every week is Bourbon Week. Yep. Every week is beer week. Yep. And then every week is UK something week. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> Besides those three things, like taking like most of the slack out of our week to week, they're really just sucking the air out of the week weekly. The weekly air room air air room. It's just getting gobbled up by UK bourbon and beer. We've got. So we've got a taco week, we've got a pizza week, we've got a burger week. Yes. Can you think of anything else? Like, I, think, I mean, uh, we have pasta week. Pa- uh, oh, we do have pasta week. Um, we have uh, wear your shoes on the wrong feet week. Okay. We've yeah. got wear someone else's shoes week. Oh. Uh, you have to steal the shoes from the other person? Yeah. It you has have to, to fight be... them to the death and then wear their shoes? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, it's also, it, you know, it's where that movie, uh, The Purge came from. Oh, okay. It's loosely yeah. based on Lexington's Where Someone Else's oh, Shoes Oh, that's week. very interesting. I saw some themes of that in The Purge. I've yeah. actually not seen The Purge, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Neither have I. Other than the fact that I, for some reason, this may not actually, this may be a weird, like, mental association I have. But on it, I feel like on one of the covers of the Purge movies or one of the posters, right. there's an American flag somewhere in there. Yes, and it, that has stuck in a weird way where I've I've sort of associated the Purge with uh, with like extreme <laughs> yeah. like political views. Yes, that I I think what I do know in the like cinematic zeitgeist of the purge is that it is a alternate American state. Like the idea of it would be really weird if it were like an alternate <laughs> alternate like Martian universe, <laughs> and it would also really like sort of neutralize the effectiveness of like the yeah. horror movie side right. of it. It's like People... on a planet far away. <laughs> People don't like fully recognize like what it might be communicating. I feel like the purge is a little bit too much like in your face. Like it's Mm. it because of like the element you're saying. Like you can see from a movie poster an American flag, and you're like, "Eh, I kind of get what this is about. That we're destroying each other, and that that, that's not cool. And uh, the purge just keeps like diving into that. It's like, yeah, but what if we did it this way? (laughs) Yeah, but but what if actually instead of people being like, this isn't a good idea, guys, people were like, this is a really good idea 
everybody secretly wants to kill everybody else. It's yeah, like, and we're no, like, yeah, don't. that still doesn't make me feel good. I don't <laughs> want to watch this. Also, it's not true. Yeah. Like, it, can't, <laughs> right. it can't be true. Right. The fact that there are any social constructs <laughs> make it impossible to believe in any way. Oh, man. Yeah, so Taco Week is like the purge. But, <laughs> but it's purging... It's purging you. Because we all yeah. know what tacos do to people. We don't oh, need to yeah. get blue with this, but I mean we all know what Let's tacos face it, do if us. you if you participate in Lexington Taco Week to the fullest extent, yes. you are purging something from yourself <laughs> yes. every night. It it might be your man your your humanity. Yeah, but... it's, it's coming out. But you're having a chance to rebuild who you are. That's true. Which is what these weeks are really about. That that's great. That's beautiful. Thanks. Maybe we should just stop there. <laughs> no, actually, I really want to hear what you have to say about Lexington Taco Week. So, Lexington Taco Week. Um, I enjoy tacos, but where I don't, I don't like my food like mixed together. So you, so how can you enjoy tacos? Yeah, and, and that's my problem. That's what I'm getting to. <laughs> is I do like tacos, but there are certain flavors and ingredients that I don't care for, uh-huh. and so I feel bad going to a place that they're like, "Hey, we made this like we were in the lab, we were in the taco lab, and we created this like unique taco that's just gonna like make you just like it's gonna blow your brains out." Like, <laughs> you don't even understand. We took a tortilla and we wrapped it around the barrel of a gun. And you put your mouth on one end. And it's just like, it's crazy. It's the craziest taco you've ever seen. Craziest taco you've ever seen. And so then I feel bad at like going up and being like, yeah, but I don't don't like this and I don't like this and I don't like this. And they're like, so basically you just want meat and cheese on your taco? So you don't like tacos then. (laughs) You like meat and you like tortillas. It's the same way I feel about people with coffee when they're like, yeah, I don't, you know, I like coffee, but I like to put like, this vanilla creamer or whatever and it's like usually like half and half is my ratio and it's like you don't like coffee you, you do, no you like the idea of coffee yes and you like being awake you're right right <laughs> so that's my struggle with taco week but i'm here for it i'm here for all the taco heads that uh, so what is uh, it like so when you order a taco yes. i'm just gonna pretend yeah. that i'm you and i'm thinking <laughs> about so I arrive at the tacoextravaganza.com backslash Lexington restaurant and, and they approach you with a menu and yep. you say, no, 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 I do not need this. Yep. And they say, well, we'd love for you to try our, <laughs> our refried bean macaroni and cheese with bacon and barbacoa taco explosion so here's what's crazy i would actually eat that taco (laughs) oh there's so many things in it just simply because it has like nothing it has nothing on it with any kind of nutritional vegetable value to it so your division so you okay all right I don't think that you can label yourself as a person who doesn't eat things combined with each other. That's fair. You are a person who doesn't eat things from different food groups. Yes, that's correct. So your food pyramid is... (laughs) You... You've come across the food pyramid, uh, ancient pyramid Egyptians, who have constructed this beautiful food pyramid. And you... 
Pharaoh Logan Trent <laughs> has commanded them to deconstruct this beautiful food pyramid exactly. into individual blocks that he can visit. And as they arrange them in like a strip mall formation, you say, no, 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 no. They can't even be touching each uh, other. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It is a segmented pyramid where it's like, <laughs> I will eat these on this time and I will I'm, eat these on this time. But yes, I will eat a churro folded inside of a tortilla rolled in brown sugar and deep fried <laughs> yes. and then served with a side of butter. But I will eat the butter with a spoon, and then yes. I will take a bite of the deep-fried churro tortilla <laughs> exactly. explosion. Yeah. Okay. I want a I want a pyramid that I can shift and move however I see fit. And so, okay. Yeah. Well, so what you yeah what you want is you want a fast casual food. <laughs> uh block exactly yeah exactly yeah yeah so so that's that's me for taco week if <laughs> so you for taco week if you're walking into like some wild taco like what's your opinion of that uh if i'm so you're suggesting that i've been shrunk down to the size of a honey i shrink the kids character I'm, I'm, and i'm wandering into a taco i'm suggesting you're going up and you're hearing about like a mango hawaiian taco okay what's your opinion i don't think like that? i don't i don't know but i don't think mangoes are hawaiian okay okay they might not be <laughs> uh but I do, but mangoes are tropical. Right. So I'm on board. Okay. I'll say, uh, especially if it has an appropriate hot sauce to go with it. Right. I'll try it. Yeah. Throw some cilantro on there. Okay. May, you know, get whatever you want. You know, just throw it all in there. Mm-hmm. I'm into trying new things. Sure. Uh, at one point in my life, I was the kid who would like, on Thanksgiving Day... Even though the foods of Thanksgiving are designed to be basically put in a Vitamix blender and like pureed together right. and then all just like taste like a delicious Thanksgiving smoothie. It's the heaviest, starchiest combination of food that you can ever have. Like it's the most American holiday. But it's meant eat. to be stacked on top of each other right. and then mixed with a giant spoon and eaten as one substance. Yeah. But on Thanksgiving Day, I would carefully there would be like highways between all of the food items and if there were too Mm. many i would go back for another plate okay because my foods were not going to mix with one another. sure yeah um under under any circumstance right Right. but at a certain point in my life things started to get a little bit more gray than black and white sure and i've not gone back from there i would you know i used to order the same item on the menu from any one restaurant i never deviated and then i got bored yeah. Because life is about variety, Logan. Sure. Okay. I'm preaching to you now. Yeah, no. Like, now, I'm gonna I need uncle, that good truth. I'm going to hippie <clears throat> Uncle Sam you. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, you've got to, next time you pick up that menu and you're like, I'm getting my favorite thing because I know I like it and everything else is yucky. And I just want a, a napkin tucked into my shirt and I don't want anyone to talk to me. I'm going to separate it out and, no one, and give me a fork, a different fork for each food item. You're not going to do that anymore. Yeah, you're going to go. I do that every time. You're going to look. I've been out to eat with you. It's excruciating. <laughs> it's excruciating. When you ask different waiters to bring the different food groups to you. 
on individual platters so that they have no chance of touching. It is excruciating. And the tip we have to leave every time so that we know that they're that we have to tip beforehand so that the food's not contaminated. I also ask them to put it in styrofoam containers because I just that's how much I hate the world. So. <laughs> the world is producing so much variety. You're trying to kill it so that it just gets down to one food item that we can all eat. But I'm telling you, you got to go in. You've got to just go down the line. Every time you, go, you just get the next thing in line. And just keep getting new things. Because you're never going to know yeah. what your taste buds are missing. <clears throat> I want to go back real quick to Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> so, there is always like an arbitrary vegetable at Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. That it, it feels like it is there to like... <laughs> It, it feels like it is there to like say, hey, we're we're doing something good here, right? Like, we're healthy. Yeah, we're not we're not completely devoid of anything, yeah. you know, of reason. <clears throat> what I love is when that vegetable is corn, <laughs> because I think at this point we can all agree that corn is not really a vegetable. Enough. It is it is it is something. It is in the sugar gasoline yeah. family. If, if you can turn a vegetable into gasoline <laughs> and drive your huge Chevy Suburban with that, you're basically just putting a corn cob in exactly. your gas. This is this is no longer. A it's not a vegetable, vegetable anymore. Yeah. Recently, we had tacos at my house, yes. and it, my wife is a, a fantastic cook, and she uh, she just went like back to the basics. Like she's mm-hmm. always making all kinds of like crazy, like you know, things way outside the box. And she was like, you know what? I'm just gonna make some taco meat. We're gonna just put some lettuce, yep. tomatoes. <clears throat> It, like and we both agreed run of the mill tacos it is just like it was the most like home american tacos we've ever had yep but there's one thing missing and it the one thing that we both agreed was a strange outlier okay. in our home tacos growing up yes but was always there okay were black olives I, I can't share in this same journey. So you didn't have black olives growing up? No, absolutely not. Okay. we Black even... olives are a part of that food group that it's like, no, thank you. Do not put them on my pizza. Do not put them <laughs> in my tacos. Do not put them... I don't even know what else black olives like go on, but... I don't know, but those delicious, <laughs> circular, salty buddies should go... They... Found their way into tacos, and so yes. I had to know: is this a thing? Because I've never been to a Mexican restaurant where black olives oh, were included. So, yeah. like, there's this disconnect. Somehow, so, so both, so not to belabor this point, but both Hannah that has grown up in Lexington, yes, and you who grew up in Minnesota, you yeah. all have a shared experience of having black olives on your tacos. As yes, kids. wow, yeah, okay, which. I mean, there's, you know, there's a discrepancy between Minnesota culture yes. and Lexington culture. Absolutely. I, they I are different. And th- those are different <laughs> parts of the... We're... They're... Yeah. It is mind-blowing. So this is an American phenomenon. Yes. And so I had to look it up, and I found this Quora quote to the question, are there any authentic Mexican dishes that contain black olives? Okay. A gentleman named Joseph Bird okay. answered this. 
And he wrote, no. The venerable Diana Kennedy, the consummate expert on Mexican cuisine, is quoted in a Washington Post interview saying, (laughs) quote, Mexicans don't use black olives. Ground meat is rarely used. It's shredded instead. The average menu in the United States is a combination plate with an all-purpose sauce. I prefer to forget the Texas table sauce, which destroys your palate for anything else. The Mexicans would never mix a taco with an enchilada, and they make a different sauce for each thing. Wait a minute. That feels like it kind of this like, was like, got, this off, like this got off track. Just way, like, like, way left the rails. But the, it confirms the suspicion that I have with the definitive statement, Mexicans don't use black olives. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to put in parentheses here, they don't use black olives in traditional Mexican yes. cuisine. Because I was going to put in parentheses, they don't use black olives, according to a Kennedy. <laughs> according to <laughs> Diana Kennedy, who an old white man yeah. <laughs> said was the consummate expert on Mexican cuisine. But it affirms my suspicion that, and my own experience that in going to Mexican restaurants, right. I've never seen black olives offered on any menu item. Yeah, if... My mom had put black olives on anything we would have rioted as kids. Uh, my sister might have a different opinion at this point, but like for me, I still hold true to that like line in the sand that no, no thank you, olives. no thank you. But um, but it is so fascinating to me that that is something that is a shared experience yes. for you all. Yeah. That is also something that is not like. Even according to Mrs. Kennedy. According that, to <laughs> Diana Kennedy, the consummate expert on yes, Mexican cuisine. That this is not like something that is inherent to Mexican cuisine at all. So Well, I've also never heard of olive trees growing in Mexico. That's fair. Especially black olive trees. I don't even know where black olives come from. Like I know like olive oil and olive <laughs> trees. Like I think of traditional like olives with like the red like center thing, which also don't care for those either. Which are also called the the red center thing is a pimento. Okay, it is a pepper <laughs> that's put in sliced and put into the olive. I'm gonna give you an olive education here. Now. <laughs> so this is all knowledge that I have from gathered over my years hit me. of life. Please so. Hit me. So how do you feel about green olives? Do you eat green olives? No, not at all. No, okay. So you are anti-olive. Anti-olive. But you cook with olive oil. Yes. Because you love that Mediterranean It's incredibly healthy. Yeah, it's so healthy. It is the healthiest liquid fat you can possibly consume. So, concisely, black olives are just more ripe green olives. Okay. Green olives are just olives <laughs> and then there are various varieties of olives uh which may be different colors at various stages of ripeness okay and may like kalamata olives yeah. which are often like a purplish color those are not black olives purple those are... purple food can really throw people for a loop. <laughs> I know there's the eggplant. I'm not even going to get into that. But do you remember when we were kids that um, Heinz, yes, my beloved Heinz ketchup, the 57, the 57, they did this thing where they made ketchup that was blue, green, and purple yep. at one point. Oh yeah, 
And then they immediately stopped because they realized that kids don't like to eat things that look weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, they thought kids would be like, oh, this is so fun. And then it's like, I'm not eating purple ketchup. Like, that's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> Special thanks to Sunmates for our theme music. Also, a special thanks to Nick Woods for our logo art. If you'd like to reach out to us with some of your favorite day-to-day experiences, just email us at wetooktheliberty at gmail.com. If we deem it worthy of discussion, you might hear us talk about it on the pod. Thanks, everyone.